This podcast is made possible by the generosity of supporting members. Please visit dharmaocean.org to learn more about becoming a supporting member. You are listening to the Dharma Ocean Podcast. In the second part of this talk on the container principle, Reggie offers pith meditation instruction. Let the form hold experience. Using the example of ballet dancers doing plies, he says that fidelity to form in meditation practice allows us to discover true freedom. This talk was given in 2016 at the November Meditating with the Body Retreat held at Buckfast Abbey in Devon, England. So you learn the form and then within the form you discover your freedom. Letting the container hold us. And I think part of that is learning the form very, very well. And I think, you know, I've been doing 10 points practice for a long, long time. And every time I do it, I learn a little bit more about the practice. Every time I lie down, it's a new day. And one of my favorite analogies, uh, which again I may have mentioned when we recorded this program, is ballet. Uh, During my life, I've had the uh, very great blessing of being able to see Rudolf Nureyev, when he was dancing, and uh, Katerina Maximova and some of the other really great ones. And they, Katerina Maximova would do it. I saw her once, and she wasn't dancing. All she was doing was doing her bar exercises, and people paid a fortune just to watch her do plies. And I thought, you know, this is like a ripoff. What are these people doing? And it was the most mesmerizing thing in the dance world that I've seen because all she did was she stood at the bar and did plies, but she was so completely within the form itself, there was a sense that there was no difference between her and the form and the, the refinement and the subtlety and the beauty of her expressiveness was, and her complete embodiment was absolutely, it was overwhelming. It was so moving. It was shattering actually. And I think, you know, the lesson that I got out of that was we often think that freedom is outside of forms. But if the form is a form that can hold our freedom, and in ballet it is, most of the time it isn't, but actually it has that potential. And in this, these protocols, the form does have the capacity to hold our freedom. Then the more we learn the form and the more we become easy with it, Within the form, we find the freedom. What sometimes happens with meditating with the body is people learn the form sort of and they find it claustrophobic and so they start improvising and changing it and doing other things. Meantime, they've missed the gate because the gate doesn't come until you actually surrender into the form. I mean, plies, that's pretty simple form. There's not much going on. I mean, you know, at least as a a lay bystander, observer. Not much happening, but it doesn't, that's not the point. The point is within that plie, everything that you are as a human can be expressed 
if you're that embodied. So this is what we're looking for in all these protocols. We'll talk later about moving forward, but moving forward is moving back, strangely enough. It's going back to the practices and doing them again and learning them at a deeper level, being more present within them. And when you are completely held with the practice and completely identified within the container, then whatever's going on in your discursive mind isn't really relevant. It's not really important. It will be changed, in fact. It's in the process. It's like meat that is in a grinder. It's going to come out and it's going to be a lot more creative and palatable. So we're going to do some 10 points practice now, and uh, just keeping that in mind. And I want to remind you just of a couple of the main themes of 10 points, uh, because 10 points, in a sense, is a metaphor for the whole uh, meditating with the body corpus. In a way, the entire journey of embodiment in this lineage, this uh, Vajrayana lineage, this tantric lineage, is contained in 10 points. So, uh, just very briefly, and again, part of what we want to do here is review where we've been, what we've been doing. So, number one is connecting with the body. As you know, most of us and most people in the world are not connected with their body. They think about their body, they think they know their body, but the actual direct naked connection isn't there. So, the first thing Ten Points does is help us connect, make a connection. When there is a connection, then the boundary between the ego and the body becomes softened. Then number two is to begin to feel what's going on. Every part of our body has its own individual, in fact every cell, has its own individual experience, strangely enough. It's like you. We have this interesting, unusual Tibetan painting here called a tanka. And if you look at that tanka closely, these are not deities, these are people. These are people like us. There are a lot of them. I didn't count them up, but there are a lot. Like 50? I don't know. And the interesting point is every single one is different from every other one. Your realization, what you are called to, is completely and utterly unprecedented in the universe. You are a unique event that wants to happen, like all forms of life are that way, but especially with humans, because we're such differentiated mammals that there's enormous uniqueness and individuality. And the more we go along the journey, the more this completely unique event in the universe, which is us, is going to begin to unfold. We talk about freedom and we talk about joy in this lineage. And the freedom that we feel when we begin to discover who we are and how we are and why we are, which is the journey, it brings an enormous sense of freedom that everything is included, including all of the things in our life that we have had problems with, that we don't trust, that we have misjudged, that we have put down, we see that everything is part of this incredibly beautiful, unique event that is us. And that brings enormous sense of joy. True freedom and true joy, we discover, is not 
stepping away from life or making life different, but it's actually coming further into who we are and into the life that we actually have, whether whatever from an external viewpoint it might be judged. In the same way, every single cell in our body has its own unique experience and its own unique awareness. When we do 10 points, we're beginning to tap into that uniqueness of our body. Our body is actually an orchestra with 16 trillion instruments, which are the cells. So our job as humans is not to sit up here and try to control the orchestra. That would be a terrible conductor who is trying to control all of the instruments, but rather our job, like a good conductor, is to liberate the instruments into harmony. And that's what we're doing here. So that's a you know, second point of 10 points is begin to find out what's really going on in our body. And that journey is, is endless. Then the third important point, which I think you've discovered, is we know, you know, we have learned that physical, emotional, psychological, intellectual, spiritual tension tightening is the barrier that the ego uses to wall off experience, to keep experience at bay, to not know what's going on. So we begin to discover that the more we tap into our body, the more we begin to discover how we're holding on for dear life to our little ego, our little small self. And we begin to gain the capacity, as you've seen, to begin to enter into that tension, to see that it's not outside of us, it's something we ourselves are doing and to begin to release it. And then finally, when we do that, a lot of information begins to come through. It's not going to come through all at once, but it begins to come through, and the information is information about who we are and what's going on and what is the the process of our own life. Life always moves. Life is not static. And humans are, humans and the animals they have domesticated are uh, perhaps unique in the cosmos in that we try to freeze life and stop it. We try to stop the endless flow of life in us and our poor dogs are, have suffered very greatly. You can read Paul Shepard if you want to about what happened to dogs. Uh, we love our dogs. Sometimes we have dogs who uh, don't go for it. We have a dog that doesn't go for it. And we can't tell if he's a, a fox or if he's a dog. He doesn't know if he's a fox or if he's a dog. But everything that we have put the human taint on, control, control, reduce it down, shut it down, judge it, the flow is not there. But as we tap in to our body, we begin to realize who we are fundamentally is an unfolding process. We're not a solid self. Whatever we think about ourselves, it's going to change. It does change under the weight of the experience it's opening up. So 10 points really, if you look at it, uh, the whole journey is contained there and uh, worth coming back over and over and over and over, doing it, exploring it, beginning to enjoy it, and eventually beginning to rejoice in it and find freedom within it.
download more of Reggie's teachings, find out about upcoming retreats, and to explore a variety of audio listening guides to assist you on your spiritual journey, please visit dharmaocean.org. Our music is by Jeff Beale and Nawang Ketchog from the album Tibet, Cry of the Snow Lion.